Welcome to Crab Takes and Football. That's what this podcast does. I'm TK, joined by Andrew Holly. Holly, happy Diwali. How you doing? Hey, happy Diwali to you as well. Fantastic. And, and I'm even doing better because the Ravens won. Yeah, the Ravens won. They they, they pulled out a, a close one, another fourth quarter scare, but the Ravens win 23-20. to 20. Another division win over the Cleveland Browns. The Ravens solidify their hold on first place via the division and AFC record tiebreaker. Um, so we're going to talk offense, defense, special teams. We've got a short week, so we will look forward to Thursday night football against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a game where we don't really know what to make of the Bucs right now. So uh, technically a matchup of first place teams. But uh, I'm sure neither one of them are where exactly where they want to be. It's kind of a matchup of two teams we don't really know what to make of right now. I think that's yeah, yeah, a good way to describe it. Yeah, it's going to be a weird one. There's been a lot of bad Thursday night football games so far this year. And hopefully this is not going to continue the trend, but we'll see. Um, Let's start with with this Browns game, though. Kind of a, a different start to the game where the Ravens don't hop out to a huge early lead, but uh, instead the Browns go right down the field and score an opening drive touchdown. Wasn't really the start we were looking for, but the offense was able to pull some things together uh, in the first half. And I think keyed by a huge return of Gus Edwards. Oh, big time. Welcome back, Gus. I mean, it's, it was really good to see, you know, last week, towards the end of the week, they said he was coming off pup and he was probably going to play. And, you know, you start you start breathlessly thinking, OK, well, this, this could be OK. This could be kind of nice. This could he's That's a big that's a big boost. And man, what a boost it truly was for us. I mean, just to get consistent four yards up the middle, um, you know, the power up the middle that we just have not had from any of the other other running backs. I mean, you think about what what we wanted to get out of Mike Davis that just has not been there. Gus Edwards was was able to step in and do exactly that. And I mean, two touchdowns on top of it. Welcome back, young man. Yeah, I, I think he looked he looked really good. I, I think uh, it was a, a, almost a little surprising to see how involved he was. I mean, 16 carries was much more than, uh, than Dobbins had seen. And, and, you know, coming back from fairly similar injuries, I think he mentioned the, the ACL, LCL and hamstring, very similar to what Dobbins mentioned. Um, he had hurt, but you know, he's averaging four over four yards a carry. Like you said, he has the power up the middle and just in, in classic Gus Edwards fashion, just always falling forward. You know, it, it was just really nice to see him back. It was nice to see some power out of him um, and, and some good durability, too, as the game went on with 16 carries. You know, he seemed to sit uh, a little bit late uh, in favor of Justice Hill and uh, Kenyon Drake, which, of course, the, the Hill fumble <laughs> makes you wish that Edwards was uh, out there at that point. But, but um, look, his numbers, a, that fumble, I mean, and I'm, I'm the last person to, to start, like, being the Justice Hill apologist. But, I mean... You just have to shake your head. Five carries for 26 yards. He's averaging 5.2 a pop. I mean, that's the frustration with J- Justice Hill is he he put he will put up good numbers sometimes and seem like, OK, here it is. He's finally getting hot. And then he pulls a hammy and then he fumbles and he gets in Harbaugh's doghouse for two weeks. 
you know, it's it's like the never ending thing with that guy. Yeah, and even the run that he fumbled on was a pretty awesome run. I mean, it, that thing was yeah. strung out. Absolutely. He made a move. He showed a lot of burst coming off the the hamstring injury, which is really nice to see. And it and, might have and been just his did not run of nine yards. To be honest with you, when yeah. He I mean, it's it, it, oh, just unfortunate. But uh, yeah, uh, just and and quite frankly, it was a four yard gain. But he probably ran for like twenty. Uh, as well, he was playing, that, yeah, but the uh, yeah, that that really sucked. And we'll we'll get to the fourth quarter stuff uh, in a bit. But on the ground, I think things look pretty good. Um, you know, the offensive line, I think, did a really nice job on both of, of Edwards touchdown runs, uh, particularly the seven yard run. And even um, I think my favorite play of the day was the Andrews toss to Lamar. Uh, on fourth down. I I think that was one of the best block plays uh, that the Ravens have had in a while, despite uh, a little missed block by uh, DuVernay that could have sprung that for a touchdown. But uh, that was an awesome play. It was very, very creative. I liked both of the plays, honestly, where Mark Andrews was was behind center because the other one, he he, didn't he run for four yards for the first down? Yeah, a little fullback dive. That wrinkle, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, especially the one with Lamar and with, with Lamar lining up in the backfield. Yeah, that I mean, not that he's not a running back. We're not saying that, but that does add just a cool extra wrinkle to everything. I mean, they can pitch it back to Lamar and then he slings it. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen uh, with that formation. So that's that's pretty exciting. Not that I want to see us line up in that formation more than a couple times a game. But it's uh, it. although that said, the more we do it, the more it's harder to defend sometimes. Um, the more we, more wrinkles you could add, but I, again, that's probably silly. Um, but still, it's fun to see the Ravens when we when we get spunky on offense. You know, usually the Ravens getting spunky on offense is usually like, well, they brought in the extra offensive line. <laughs> right. You know, it's not really it's not really because they've added some razzle dazzle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I said fullback dive. It was actually more of like a, a quarterback sneak for Andrews. Um, the the other thing, nice, I think that you'll be happy about is a couple touches for your guy, Pat Ricard. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, and it, you get the man involved. He will make plays. He had two catches for 20 yards. He had, eh, he kind of got stuffed when he went up the middle, but the more you work it, the man's going to get some yards. I mean, he fall, he usually falls forward for at least a couple, much like Gus Edwards. So I I love getting the fullback touches, man. Gets the fullback yeah. involved. He is more of a weapon than people want to think. He is. He is. I mean, when he got rolling on the screen, which was uh, unfortunately, you know, semi-negated by uh, the penalty on uh, Prochet, but when he got rolling on the screen, he was moving pretty good. I mean, yeah. I like, quite frankly, when you get into the secondary, those those I'm not going to want to tackle those DBs are really yeah, going to have to dig deep. <laughs> what safety is going to want to sit there and try to tackle Pat Ricard running full speed at him? I don't think anybody out there, free the safety out there, think they're going to take him down. I mean, you know, remember when he was a free agent last last summer? or spring, whenever, however you want to put it. He wanted to be more of a tight end. I mean, that was sort of the, you know, the thing. He wanted to get more touches. He wanted to be more, 
involved offensively. I think that was for the money. Yeah, I'm sure it was. But it's not like he doesn't have the talent, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, You know, I could see maybe the the Ravens starting to throw him a bone a little bit more because he should he should get the touches, damn it. The uh, the one catch that he made was like almost like a shoestring grab. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was. I mean, it was only a one yard gain. I think it was before halftime. Yeah, I think in the second quarter that was like a that's a tough catch. But it was like a large ridiculous a like like all out grab that was pretty awesome, man. I mean, you don't. It was a tight end grab. It wasn't a guy who used to be a D lineman. Right, right. It was pretty impressive. You know, he he rumbles for that 19-yard screen pass. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I know you were happy to see that. Even the even though the carry didn't didn't yield much, I think just getting getting him a touch, getting him involved, uh, is pretty good. We, we we've mentioned a couple pass plays, but um, there wasn't much going on through the air. Lamar only attempted 16 passes. Uh, Rashad Bateman's back. He makes four catches for 42 yards. He did have the one drop. Uh, Justin Tucker had his back, luckily made the kick right afterwards. Um, but not, not the, Devin Durant still had a nice game though, with with his two receptions, 42 yards. Also, yeah, that, that early deep ball down the sideline going down and making that catch uh, for about 30 yards. Um, I just, uh, again, just another guy you'd want to get involved in any way possible. He did have that nice swing, uh, like the screen, the wide receiver screen pass, uh, that that went for a nice gain as well. So I just get him the ball. What was yeah. the one game? The, the Bengals game. There's another guy who needs to line up in the backfield. If that's how we got to get him the ball, let's get him the ball in space out of the backfield somehow. Was it that um, Bengals game where he was getting yeah. touches every which way? Yeah, I wonder what I happened so. to that because that ended that turned out pretty well. I think. I don't you know, know I think he's... it's been we've been getting other guys back. They've wanted to give J.K. a chance when he was thought to be healthier. And, you know, all of that, I think, has a lot to do with it. But, you know, and then I think he also got a little banged up in the process in a couple games. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of answers to that. But regardless, I'd love to see more of it because we were real excited to see it when it happened. Yeah. And, and it was good. It was a, it was a nice, uh, nice little wrinkle to the offense. Um Let's see. Do we want to talk second half offense? Do we a fourth quarter uh, well, offense? Maybe I'll, I'll give a couple notes. First off, Mark Andrews getting shut out is pretty. Yikes! Crazy. On National Tight End Day yeah, of I all know. days, that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, and you still win. They are likely is... getting a catch is nice to see, but that's yes. nuts that that Mark Andrews didn't get a catch. I don't think I even realized that until I just looked at the. At the box score. Right yeah, now. I mean, he had one one target uh, in, in the in, in the red zone that wasn't really even close. And at least he had his touch for four yards. I mean, he still had his his big big first down. Yeah. Um, so there and the and the pitch back. So I mean, he was definitely involved. Um, but and I don't I don't mean that and <laughs> don't mean that facetiously that much. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I thought the offensive line, I was, it was good to see uh, Stanley play most of the game. There yes. Was, I think, what was it, one series that he took off that McCarry took over and then McCarry yep. played the entire fourth quarter for Moses? 
Yeah, have we heard what happened to Moses, or was it uh, a rest? Thing? I have not seen. I'm I'm just assuming it was it was um, rest because I have not seen anything about him being injured necessarily. Right, and I'm not sure I've seen anybody ask either. So yeah, so I I don't know that I have the answer to that yet, but I'm sure we'll we'll know soon, considering we play pretty quickly on Thursday. Got it. Oh, you know what's really interesting? I was just opening Twitter to see if there's been anything. And uh, Top Golf is opening a facility right next to M&T Bank. Yeah, absolutely. It's part of that. It's, it, I'll tell you what, that whole area really is going to be neat. I mean, they just That's pretty sick. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't know about that. I knew that just opened down there and actually big news the arena just just had a a big unveiling today. Um Oh, nice. Rays involved and uh Pharrell is actually uh, involved with uh, the arena project now, um, and it's it's pretty amazing. They're gonna do some cool things with it, so we'll see uh, we'll see what happens. It's not gonna be like big enough to host, I think, a, an NHL or or a professional NBA team, which I'm not I'm not sure at this point if that would work for the city or not anyway. But uh, got it. But still, any kind of any kind of new anything for our arena downtown would be fantastic. So I see. So I'm looking at the Ravens injury report, which is what I was, which I was trying to get to. And Monday is always just an estimation. Anyway, Uh, there's no actual practice on Mondays and Morgan Moses is not listed. Okay. All right. So yeah, I don't know. Weird, but McCary looked good. I think the run blocking was really good. I think uh, the offensive line did have quite a bit of uh, trouble with, that pass rush, and I think the the, the Browns um, did a really good job of, of harassing Lamar without blitzing a ton, uh, which which made passing even harder because then you you have to sit back with more guys in protection, and then you only got have three routes being run against seven defenders, and you know there's just not much there. So um, yeah, tough tough one for for the pass blocking. I think Tyler Linderbaum gives up his first sack. Um, you know, if you make it to week seven without giving up a sack as a rookie, I think that's pretty good. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall, like not like their best, I don't think, but not a horrible game, uh, from the front. No, I, I think we, we certainly could, could have seen much worse than we saw. It was not stellar though, by any means. Um, that said, Cleveland's got a pretty damn good defensive front. So they do, yeah. It, while while they didn't have a great game, they're also playing a, a pretty pretty damn good defense. So um, the fact that they were able to hold up as as well as they they did, I think, is a testament. Especially considering, you know, they haven't really played together as a unit, you know, really um, much at all. And then add to that the fact that both Stanley and Moses are hobbled in their different ways. McCarry's coming in and out, you know, which probably is a good thing that McCarry's coming in and out, but it still changes the dynamic of the offensive line. So, yeah, man, I, I mean, I think it's it, it was a not our best game, but I think there there's certainly positive signs, and that's definitely one of the areas that we continue to point to as okay if the Ravens are able to maintain and get to the playoffs, if they really make a serious run, it's going to be because this unit has gelled. Yeah, and, and I think you see signs of, of that coming together. Like you said, I mean, there, there are positive signs up front. 
So, I mean, they were able to run block against this team, which is good. I mean, it was it seemed like kind of what we predicted, just like a AFC North game, like not the prettiest thing, but you know, close. And you know, the the Ravens' offense was able to do enough to win despite getting in a hole early, uh, which was nice to see. Uh, another ten point lead that they were able to build, but. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's certainly things that you hope to clean up. Um, you would love for for Lamar to get back to his early season type of performances, but you know, it's not gonna not gonna happen every week, I guess. And uh, no, and and I do have to say too, I I think it's and not to sound like Rex Ryan because I did see that he said this earlier today on ESPN, so I don't want to sound like I'm repeating him because he's kind of a douchebag at this point, but. I, you got to think that the contract thing is weighing on Lamar. I mean, it just he doesn't seem he just seems to be pressing a lot on the field. And maybe it's not maybe it's not the contract as much as it's just he's just in a funk. But either way, he's pressing. I think. What are your thoughts on Lamar? He might be. I think. Let's see. Yeah, I. I think he's he's pressing. I think kind of what I've I've been alluding to or, or saying the past few weeks is that sometimes it's just nice to take the check down and and move on to the next play. Um, when that doesn't happen, and when you're trying to take the shot, intermediate deep shot, and you know make an awesome throw it does seem like you're pressing a little bit. It seems like you're trying to do maybe a little bit too much instead of, you know, making plays that are, that are going to win games. But yeah, it, it just like, he just, it just doesn't seem like the same happy go lucky Lamar. You no. know? And, and of course, of course you can, you're not going to be really doing that when you're not playing well. And you, 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 we did see that early in the year when he was throwing for sure. MVP type of numbers, but uh, recently, just doesn't seem like that, and maybe it's because the offense isn't isn't lighting it up uh, like they were, but or or maybe it's because there's a lot of pressure on him right yeah. now. I mean, I just like let's just look at the three sacks. You know, I mean, I know that's not all on Lamar or anything like that necessarily, but there were times and pressures throughout the game where. Look, obviously, Lamar still had his 10, 10 carries for 59 yards. I think he ran well. I liked the types of runs when we ran with him. So I'm not trying to say, like, he should have – he wasn't running when he should have or anything like that. But it, I felt like there were times he was hanging in the pocket or just waiting for things to develop way too long. And it's it's I, – I, I don't know. And, and I'm not even trying to say that he, he could have, you know, taken off and, and run for several yards because very well they may have just had him contained. I'm not necessarily thinking of any play in particular, but there were just several points in the game where it's like, just get rid of the ball, Lamar. I mean, yeah, he just seems like he's thinking a lot on the field right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, there's just seems to be a lot going on in his and head, and that's what I'm like, saying. It's like, not like it, it, it's not in a bad way, like a rookie. You know, when you think mm-hmm. so, I'm not trying to say like he hasn't been able to digest the defense or something like that. It's just he's trying to. He has so many ways that he can defeat a team, or or so many ways that he can beat people that 
he's got too many things in his mind, too many options. And when he starts focusing on the wrong options, he gets he gets locked up. Is that a fair way of saying it? I mean, it's because I really don't think it's about him, you know, any sort of X's and O's issue or or it's just a matter of him being in a funk and just pressing. Yeah, I think it's. Certainly the, the pass rush yesterday didn't help. Um, I think part of it is just taking the check down sometimes. I think part of it could be even, you know, we just don't have guys that are separating. We don't have guys yeah. that are settling into these zones because you know that teams are most likely not going to be playing man against the Ravens because in man you got to turn your back to the quarterback, and you don't want to do that to Lamar. So they're going to be sitting in zone. They're going to be sitting back. Um, you know, to stop these deep shots. So if it takes, you know, quick passes to very slowly, methodically get down the field, then, you know, take it. Take take Gus Edwards le- leaking, out of the, leaking out of the backfield. Take Pat Ricard leaking out of the backfield. You know, it's okay to, to you know, throw that pass and, and gain third, four, four downs or four yards on, on second down instead of 12 and, you know, live to play a decent, yeah. Third down instead of killing your drive, he's sitting at, you know, second and 18, third and 17, all these all these ridiculous down and distances. Uh, just take a little bit at a time and, and live to live, live to play another down. I think um, it, it just it, it does seem like there's quite a bit of thinking happening where uh, where there may not have been earlier on in the year where it was more decisive, more more um, convicted, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of weird. And and there were a lot of tweets uh, that I was seeing during and after the game where like there's like Lamar just looks sad. And I was like, yeah, he kind of does. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But like, yeah, it just doesn't seem like himself. Yeah. Um, Although that said, he apparently went to a wedding last night. Yeah, I did see that. So maybe maybe he's fine and maybe he's fine. And maybe we're just leading looking into it too much. But I don't know. Just doesn't seem like himself. Uh, anything else to add on the offense? You mentioned likely. I think I, I like that he's getting involved in the offense. He's not playing a ton of snaps, but you know he is out there. You know he, he did say, have a nice I, catch and run. I, I guess my main thing, yeah, it was great seeing. I'm sorry to start talking over you there because I agree with you on on seeing likely. But I think the main thing that surprised me the most was looking at the box score and seeing that Kenyon Drake had 11 carries for only five yards. I <laughs> oh yeah, there there was nothing happening on the yeah, on the Drake carries. There yeah. was really nothing happening. I mean, I, I seem to recall that, and there were a couple of, like screens that didn't really develop right for him and stuff. But um, I just I don't know. It's funny because I I still it, I didn't leave the I didn't turn the game off thinking oh god Kenyon Drake sucks. You know, well I don't <laughs> think anything was like his fault or anything like that. But it just I, I find that interesting that his numbers were so bad and I didn't like already have that idea in my mind. Um, yeah, no, it, it was it was bad. <laughs> it was, I mean, it, there was just nothing there for yeah. him that sucked. And, and like that was the that was the thing. It was it wasn't like he did anything necessarily wrong, but it was just like when he they happened to touch the ball, <laughs> there was nothing there. So, yeah. 
Um, I, you know, so I want to talk about the, the Justice Hill fumble. That drive, yeah. actually, I was, I was really happy with that drive up till that point because that's nine minutes. Uh, yeah, nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. The Ravens are sitting on a three-point lead. And the Browns know exactly what's coming. So they are stacking the box. They're really close to the line of scrimmage. And the Ravens very successfully move the ball down the field. Yeah. And, you know, when the defense knew that runs were coming, the Ravens were still able to run the ball. And I think that was a really positive sign for me late that the that the uh, at least the blocking was able to kind of impose their will uh, because you start on your 25 and then, you know, you get down to the, I, I guess the Cleveland 24. So, you know, red zone adjacent, but the Browns knew it was coming. The Ravens still did it anyway uh, yeah. until that fumble. So I, I was really pleased with that drive until that point. And um, it just really would have, would have been a very different feel if Hill doesn't fumble. And um, you know, well, yeah, I mean, the Ravens would have actually closed out a game for the first time. Right, and and that's kind of that's kind of what I was going to get to, because that was in response, and I don't know if you want to flip it over to the defense now, but that was in response to one of the worst yeah. defensive series I've ever and seen really, out of a Ravens We can team. even say, if not for the field goal, you know, block, or missed field goal, however we're even terming that. I guess it's a block, right? It, yeah, it was blocked. Okay. So outside of the block, because obviously that is a successful series, it was two pretty pitiful series before the field goal block, if you think about it, because they went seven plays for 75 yards and scored a touchdown. Dude. And then <laughs> we and then we fumble and they go seven plays for 42 yards for the game tying field goal with you know, in a minute and 13 seconds. It's like, well, what? Like, what where, What happened to our defense? What? What is wrong with our defense? There were some good things on Sunday. Patrick Queen and Malik Harrison actually had... They were awesome. We yeah. can't point to the linebackers and say, oh, they're terrible. They're the reasons we lost. No, you can't. Justin Houston had two sacks. We had five sacks as a team. There were there was production there. But yet at the end of the game, we still cannot close things out defensively. It's again, it's not about talent. And I don't know that it's necessarily about scheme. I'm not that smart of a football fan. But what what the hell, man? I mean, it's it's it doesn't make sense. I don't know how do you as a coach you know, figure out how to get the players to have some kind of confidence at the end of games that they're going to pull things out. And I'm just surprised that on a team with guys like Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters and some of these, you know, Justin Houston, Calais Campbell, like there are veteran leaders on this defense. And they, how do we curl up like little kittens in the fourth quarter? Every week. (laughs) I don't know. That seven play, um, 75 yard drive was so bad. I like could not believe it. So that was in response to a a Ravens field goal, I believe. Right. To go up um, 
to go up 23 to 10. Is that right? Yes. Yes. We were up. We, that was a, we, we kicked a field goal to go up 23 to 10. <laughs> and then the Browns, let me see if I can get back to this drive. This was unbelievable. Scramble for 10 it. yards. Yeah. Scramble Chubb for 12. Ten. Chubb for 12. Brissette to Cooper for 11. Chubb for 22. And then they're already at the eight yard line. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? I mean, it, and they, they had, they're one, two, three, four, five, six. They had six plays that were first down. First and whatever, you know, you know, because the last one was first and goal. The first time they got to second down was at the damn goal line. It was at the two yard line. And then the, and then that play, they ran it in anyway. I did. I could not believe it. I texted you, after, you know, after all the talk this week, you know, the leadership council, we cha- changing how we're calling defensive plays or whatever. That was their chance to stand up. Uh, you know, we, all right, we got we got 13-point lead. This is when the Ravens' defense kicks in. This is when we get the ball back and we choke the clock and we just, you know, take the life out of the Browns. And then they go right down the field. Right back down. <laughs> and not only that, like I said, we, you know, our, our offense gets it back. They fumble, and then yeah, you know, man. What does the defense do? They allow right down the field, right back down the field. Yeah, yeah, and and I know that like getting right back on the field after a turnover is uh, is difficult, but uh, and and I guess they did well enough to to hold them to a to a long field goal attempt because you know, even without that weird false start, you're looking at a fifty five yarder. So you know. I, and let's face it, we're also real lucky they called offensive pass interference on Amari Cooper. Yeah, I think I, I I'm pretty know, sure I, it was offensive pass interference. Like I'm not yeah. gonna say it was it's, it was questionable. Yeah, but we've seen that not get called yeah, before. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean that that was another that was another play. So again, defense slow start for sure. They get scored on in back to back possessions to open the game. But then they really settle in really nicely until the end of the third quarter, and then they kind of just fall apart again. Yeah. I mean, we how how much the Browns had the ball earlier in the game. I think I think yeah. that was part of it. You know, the Ravens, you know, nine plays, that first drive was nice. Nine plays. But then next next time, three plays. Four plays, you know. While I just after a while, those those start to add up for our defense, and they get on the field longer. And then towards the end of the game, when the Browns start having ten play fifty six yard drives, seven play seventy five yard drives, you know that's when those longer drives start killing the team. Because let's face it, this team is not. I don't know if it's a conditioning thing or what, but every game they seem pretty worn out by the fourth quarter. Right, which seems weird because if you look at the second half, the Ravens had the ball for almost 20 minutes. The Browns only had the ball for 10 minutes of that second half, and you know they were still able to kind of do whatever they wanted in the fourth quarter. So at this point, I mean, like 
can you like can you really say that defense is tired? I mean, I, well, yeah, I'm yeah, sure, like I guess not. I guess not. I don't know, man. I'm trying to grasp at straws, but it, I like look. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that they're out of shape because obviously they're they are they they are in good shape and, and like everything you know I, I, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, but no, but here's this here's this question, and again, it's not an out of shape issue. We we didn't take you any tackling in training camp. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I think that's probably the right move health-wise. I'm not trying to really criticize that. I think that's smart in some respects to try to keep your team on the field. But do you think that that has played into this at all? Maybe. It's definitely possible. I don't, I think at this point it's just more in their heads than anything. I like, I, there, there's almost no explaining it. I don't, I have no clue how I mean, that happened. From this, the Browns, in this game, there was no moment of, in my opinion, it just right away they were on their back foot. You know? Yeah. And then they kind I, of settled in, which was like nice to see. Bit. But yeah. And look, Patrick Queen made, made some great plays. Yeah. Obviously, Malik Harrison, you know, gave good face. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm trying not to be too negative because we're we're about to continue to get some big reinforcements, man. David Ajabo yeah. is be coming. Bowser's going to be coming. Kolar is going to be coming. Now he's on offense, but you know we've got we've got some guys. The trade deadline's on its way. Um, you know we'll see. Yeah, I think just. You know, I, I have no clue. I think I think one of the other things that the, the Ravens are kind of struggling with is red zone offense. And when the when the defense is, you know, they're not uh, having the best time late in games. But when you when they force a fumble and you get the ball on the Browns 37 yard line. You got you got to score a touchdown, right? I mean. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we kicked a field goal there after the fumble, right? go back and check here yeah i missed it um, yeah i, I don't i want to make sure i'm not misspeaking here because that would be embarrassing but fumble, yeah he scored a touchdown um after after the fumble i think no way yeah because brissette sacked fumbles recovered oh we scored a touchdown right okay away, and then we eight plays 25 yards for a touchdown okay good then i take that back I think earlier in the game, when we kick the field goal, when you get into when you get to the, uh, it was the Duvernay. Yeah. It was the right, right. When you get down to the to the red zone, there's just there's a lot of stalling. Five yards. Yeah. Uh, Offense offense stalls in in the red zone, and I think you know a little bit of complimentary football needs to come back into play, and and it's like we keep going back to like the 2019 season when the Ravens are milking the clock on offense and they're scoring and then the defense is so well rested that they can kind of just ball and give the ball right back that was that's the complimentary football we're not really seeing it yet and and uh they just still quite haven't put four quarters together in in all three phases well, and I, i'm hopeful that will come because yeah think about it this way we get as, as negative as i've just been for the last few minutes 
um, you know, not only are we getting the reinforcements I mentioned on defense, we're also going to be getting, as we mentioned before, the offensive line hopefully continuing to to get healthy and gel together, plus Gus Edwards getting more comfortable. And, and just that alone, a healthy offensive line in Gus Edwards will, will make that much difference for both the offense and the defense, allowing us to have that consistent running game and allowing us to hold the ball when we want to hold the ball so we can finish some of these games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you don't have to give it back. So I, I think it's going to come together. There's a lot of good. Um, Justin Houston was awesome as well. Three sacks, forced fumble. If if I if I like game ball, Justin Houston for me, Patrick Queen, those two guys really really earned their paychecks this week. Big time. Um, Big time. They were they were awesome uh, on the defensive side. Um, yeah. Anything else to? Oh, uh, Kyle Hamilton had a really nice sack. Say something nice about Kyle. Yeah, Hamilton. that's right. That's that was first, great. That was really nice move, pass rush move by him. Sack. I think first career college or pro sack, right? Yeah, which is Did which he is not strange. Have yeah, yeah but, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that was a really nice move by him, and he finished, which is really nice to see. So, so good for him. We've been seeing him flash on 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 the game uh, on game day for a couple weeks now, uh, which is good to see. Hopefully, he's kind of settling in um, to that to the role that that he has so far. So, anything else to add on the defense? I think they just got to make it through four quarters, man. And and maybe it's like an after the buy kind of thing where they really put it all together. Or, yeah, it makes. Uh, who that. knows? You know, who knows? But that. hopefully, it's that. I mean, we get. I mean, yeah. I hopefully it's that. I don't really have anything more to say than that. I guess. I mean, hopefully these guys come back healthy, or they're the boost we need. And you know, the more we kind of gel after the bye, let's go. You know. I think. I think maybe I'm at the point where like. If the Ravens win a game 38-35 and the defense gives up 35 points, but they get a really key stop in the fourth quarter, I think I'd still be pretty happy with that because <laughs> I just I just want to see a good like vintage Ravens fourth quarter stop, yeah. a nice shutdown inning. And that's what yeah. we're talking about. Like in baseball, the shutdown inning is you know your offense comes out and puts up three, four runs. And then you get a three-up, three-down inning, and, and you go right back into the dugout to hit again. That's a shutdown inning. The Ravens' defense needs a shutdown inning to get some momentum going, to get some confidence back for them late in the game. And I think that just might be the yeah. uh, the spark uh, for the, for the defense. Instead of a shutdown inning, how about shutdown series? Yes, a shutdown series is what this – late in the game, a shutdown series is what this defense needs to – get a little bit of their confidence back late in the game. So uh, let's see. That was offense, defense. Oh, special teams. Jordan Stout was awesome. I think he yeah. kind of triggered um, triggered some momentum shifts. Uh, Justin Tucker, awesome again. Obviously, DuVernay um, was fantastic. Yeah, DuVernay with the awesome return, which was another good good start for the, for the offense. So special teams, again, I think kind of pulled this one out for the Ravens, to be, to be quite honest. Yeah, I know you're you're absolutely right. We would not have won this game without without Jordan Stout, Justin Tucker, and Devin DuVernay. Yeah, it was, it was dude. Yeah, Stout with the 
bomb early. It was like, okay, this is the guy that we drafted. And then barely has that black, that late one go into the end zone when Peoples Jones made the That's play right. on uh, on Seymour, which is a really nice play by by Peoples Jones, but uh, and another awesome punt by Stout. With That's, I mean, pinning pinning that really was an awesome. awesome. Like people booed in the stadium, but that was like you, he Peoples Jones made a hell of a play. He um, did. That was really smart. Yeah, yeah, that was really smart. But yeah, I mean, I I handed out a game ball. I don't know if you want to. Maybe we can just move forward to the Bucks. Yeah, let's just move forward to the Bucks. You you kind of you kind of handled our game balls, I think. Okay, cool. Tampa Bay Bucks, three and four, first first place in the NFC South. Um, the first of two of back to back games uh, for the back to back to back games, I think, for the Ravens uh, against the NFC South um, with the buy mixed in there. The Bucks are really confusing um, because they have Tom Brady. Uh, you know, it's it's weird to see Brady struggling. And I can't really tell if like this is like this is the defense the Bucks need to see to get on a roll, or if this is the offense that the Ravens' defense needs to see to, <laughs> to get some confidence back. I like I have no idea what's gonna happen in this game. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with you. The Bucks are a weird team for me. I don't I don't. There's probably a lot more to it, obviously, than we're aware as far as why they're as bad as they are. I have a feeling on the offensive line, it or it, it, that's the reason. You know, on offense is the offensive line, um, which is with the injuries that they had with Brian Jensen being out. You know, our old old friend Ryan Jensen, um, <clears throat> and he was a big part of their offense. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't know how good Robert Hainsey is, but you know, I'm sure he's not Ryan Jensen. So that's probably a big part of it. Um, it looks like Cameron Brait, and he, he's not playing right now, I guess. Is he going to be out? Julio Jones looks like he may be out. You know, so they're just dealing with lots of questions right now, I think. Um, on Yeah. Um, one of their best defensive guys, uh, Antoine Winfield, won't yeah. be playing due to a concussion. So they're kind of all over the place. I mean, of course, they still have um, an awesome defensive front led by Vitavea. So they're still stout against the run. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, Gus Edwards can get going against them. But I, I just I just can't tell. You can never count out Tom Brady, of course. No, especially um, when he plays the Ravens. Especially when he plays the Ravens. When you have Mike Evans on the other side, Chris Godwin... Uh, you know, two very good receivers. Um, Don't count out Leonard Fortunate to have it. And Fournette, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I mean, or, they, sorry, they have. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah, it's just really weird. I I, I cannot get a read on them at all. <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest thing because how can they be three and four? It's Tom Brady, the Bucks. Yeah. You know, and there they are. And and a lot of people can say how oh, the Ravens are only four and three. I think the I think the Ravens would feel a lot different about this game, or, or we would feel a lot differently about the Ravens and this game if we pull out that win against the Giants, and we're sitting here at five and two uh, instead. But uh, yeah, I, I I really don't know how much else there is to say. Uh, I know well, we've I mean, kind of we're not sure about this team, and then it's a Thursday night game. It's away in Tampa which is 
you know, I mean, I don't know that I'd ever call Tampa the hardest place in the world to play, but it's also not easy. Um, you know, you're still traveling on a Thursday midweek, all the stupidness of Thursday night football. You know, I there's so many traps in this game. Yeah, it does look like a clear night in, in Tampa, though. 84 and no rain or anything. Doesn't look too windy. So I don't know. A gorgeous October night in Tampa. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous, to be honest. It's trying to get... I'm thinking about when I live down there and questioning my life decisions, but, you know. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I just I just don't cannot tell what's going to happen in this game. It, this is a toss-up. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you just want to get into a prediction here? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, let's get it. Let's just get into it. Um, you know, let me see here real quick. I just want to look at something here. Bear with me. This Bucks defense can still play, man. They're They're good. They're only giving up 17 points a game. Yeah, unless you're... 18 points a game. But then, you know, they just... They don't give up too many points. But then they only scored three against the Panthers? Well, oh, I know. And they gave up 21 for some reason against the Panthers, too. Um... So let me me give you the line real quick. The the Bucks are favored by two and a half. Really? So, which is like if you do like the three point home team thing, yeah. technically the Ravens are would if it was neutral, yeah. then the, the Ravens would be yeah. favored. And then the over under line is set at 44. So, another they're, they're looking at another low scoring game, which I mean, looking at both of these offenses, maybe that yeah. <laughs> maybe that makes sense. I'm gonna say, um, 20 to 17 bucks. I, yeah, I think it's so hard to go on the road on Thursday. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. It really doesn't have anything to do with the Bucks. It's the Thursday night quandary that I think. Yeah, I I think I really trust Harbaugh, though. For whatever reason, if, if there's a coach that can get a, a road team ready, uh, it's going to be Harbaugh. He's wow, gonna, he's that gonna, hyperbole, the hyperbole abounds tonight. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. If, if, if ever there was a coach, it would be the Harbaugh. It would be John Harbaugh. Um, I think the Bucks are in such a bad place right now that they don't have enough time to turn it around. <laughs> so yeah. I, uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I'm going to go. I'm, get, I'm going to stick with the same score, 23 to 20 Ravens. It'll be a close one. But the defense will get that late stand that we've been looking for. Mike McDonald's going to be hype. Um, another another nice game for uh, for Patrick Queen coming up, and um, I think the Ravens get out of there with a win. They get a little mini buy going into Week Nine. Can you believe it's already Week Eight? Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, the fact that it's it's Halloween is next Monday. I mean, it's like we're a week away from Halloween. Like, yeah, happy Diwali. I mean, it's getting crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. It's the holidays crazy. are all upon us. It's getting crazy. Yeah, so I, I got a Ravens win. Um, this past week w- was was really nice. Um, for the first time all season, I got the trifecta of football wins. My fantasy team, Maryland football, and the Ravens. It was the first time 
uh, all year only took seven weeks for that. And um, if that's not enough, the uh, Indian cricket team got a big win over Pakistan yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. So can't can't beat it. What a weekend. What a weekend for the kid. Let's go, man. Let's go. Well, with that, with that said, you need to take us out. Yeah. I mean, let's keep the good vibes going. It's still Diwali. It'll be Diwali on Thursday. Um, the Ravens are, are coming off of a nice win. My fantasy team is coming off of a nice win. And Maryland football is going to keep it rolling. So let's start Let's start the weekend off a little bit early with a nice win Thursday night. And I'll leave it right there. Say it with me. Go Ravens.